It's Tuesday, January 16th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Donald Trump won the Iowa caucuses Monday night with the largest margin in the history of the first Republican presidential nominating contest, cementing an early victory in his defiant bid to return to the White House. The Associated Press declared Trump the winner roughly a half hour after the caucuses convened. With 99% of the vote reported, the AP said Trump had 51%. He was followed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis at 21%, who was called the second-place finisher. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley was at 19%. Vivek Ramaswamy, who was at 8%, suspended his campaign and endorsed Trump late Monday evening. Turnout was well below levels recorded in 2016 when the state last held competitive GOP caucuses. Around the world, fresh attacks targeted American ships in the Middle East days after the U.S. led a round of strikes meant to blunt the capability of Iran-backed Houthi rebels to hit ships transiting the Red Sea. Earlier Monday, a Houthi missile struck the Gibraltar Eagle, a U.S. bulk carrier, off the coast of Yemen without causing injury or significant damage. According to the U.S. Central Command, which oversees U.S. military operations in the Middle East, they vowed again Monday evening to continue their campaign against the U.S. and international targets in the region in response to Israel's action in Gaza. Anyone attempting to hinder us from doing so will fail, a Houthi official said Monday. Meanwhile, Iraq recalled its ambassador from Tehran for consultations and summoned Iran's Shah d'Affaires in Baghdad on Tuesday in protest over Iranian strikes on northern Iraq that killed several civilians overnight, the Iraqi foreign ministry said. The Iranian attack was a blatant violation of the sovereignty of the Republic of Iraq, strongly contradicts the principles of good neighborliness and international law, and threatens the security of the region, it said in a statement. Iran fired missiles late Monday at what it said were Israeli spy headquarters in an upscale neighborhood near the sprawling U.S. consulate compound in Ibril, the seat of Iraq's northern semi-autonomous Kurdish region, and at targets linked to the extremist Islamic State group in northern Syria. The United States condemned what State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller described as Iran's reckless missile strikes. In other news, stock benchmarks in two of Asia's largest economies climbed to historic heights, while U.S. equity and bond markets were shut for Martin Luther King Day. Bank earnings and economic data later this week could give clues about the Federal Reserve's next steps. The stock and bond markets will reopen today. U.S. stock futures wavered Monday. Gains for Indian tech stocks and shares of conglomerate Reliance Industries pushed the S&P BSE Sensex up more than 1% to a record high. Strong economic growth has ignited the Indian stock market in recent months. Japan's Nikkei 225 rose for a sixth consecutive day, hitting another multi-decade peak. 
One factor driving it up is the expectation that the Bank of Japan will maintain super loose monetary policy. And, after their wild card wins yesterday, the Buffalo Bills and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers advance to the divisional round, where Houston will play Baltimore, Green Bay will play San Francisco, Tampa Bay will play Detroit, and Kansas City will play Buffalo. Those games happen next weekend. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.